the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where we encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area and help men and women get control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality exist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here's your hosts, John, Ed, and Blaine. Welcome to Cornerstone Transitional Housing. This is John, Pastor John, along with uh, Ruthie today. Ed and Blaine are not here. So if this is your first time here joining us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women regain control of their lives. Hey, folks, I hope that you're, I'm hoping that you're going to have a good time tonight with us. We have a great topic tonight. It's going to be on Redemption Changes Everything. And Ruthie, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, John. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. We're going to have a great topic tonight. It's going to be about redemption and how it changes everything in one person. It does, life. doesn't it? It changes does. everything. It, it really does. It did a big thing to me. So, um, hey, we're going to open up with praise. You got a praise report for us? Yeah, you know, I noticed at Wells Park we're seeing some new faces there. Yes, some we new are. people coming out and, and seeing some old people. Um, Wayne was there on Saturday. It was great to see him. It was really good to see him. Yeah. And we have um, a few of them coming out that we haven't seen in a while, and we're also getting a few that wanting to help out. So kind of interesting how God works in that way, too. Yeah, and um, people are asking for prayer. I got to pray with some new people there on Saturday, so that was great. Good. Did you? Um, did anybody strike you um, like any in different way about happened before help or anything? Or um, yeah, you know, they seem really, really open to prayer and and just really hungry. Really yes. hungry for, for, for prayer and for God's help and, and God working in their lives. You know, we put a few people in hotels over the last few weeks, and they are really doing well. Um, we're trying to get this one lady in help. Um, she is uh, 74 years old. Wow. And on a walker, and she's out there on the streets. And it just breaks my heart to see that she's out there and... I think that they should get the elders in and the the young people, the real young people, the teenagers, the elders and the teenagers to get them, give them a hand. But, um, folks, that's what we run across out there. We run a lot of elders lately, and I think it's because of the cost of living and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, we have that. And you have something that you want to bring on to the show. So would you go ahead and tell them, Ruthie? I do. Yeah. So I started a Facebook page for the ministry. Hallelujah. So people can follow along. So if you want to look on Facebook and you can search Cornerstone Transitional Housing and Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, uh, you'll find us on there and you can see pictures and you can see video and updates of all that's going on in the ministry. And there's a lot of exciting stuff going on. that's awesome. Now, can they also give if they want to give, or can they reach out to anybody? Absolutely. Or? So you, you can find uh, the website. You can find the ministry website on the Facebook page, and if you just click on that link, it'll take you to the um, 
to the webpage for Cornerstone Transitional Housing, and there is a spot on there uh, where you can donate. Oh, great. Yeah. So there's a lot of great need out there. Um, it takes a lot of money to do this ministry, and every donation, no matter how big or how, or how small, God will bless that and use that. Oh, absolutely, and He has. He is blessed of He's blessed of quite absolutely. a few people. They got them off the streets. They're doing really well now. Um, I'm just so happy for them. They come out once in a while and they say hi to us, and you know, when we get to see the final product that which is God is working on and changing lives and. To see them from being out there to now having a car, a home, and doing so well, and they gain weight, they look good, and God's just touching them, and and they're and now they're helping others. So it's just a domino effect, right? That's a beautiful thing is when they when they get off the street and then they come back to visit and they want to help, they want to help others who were in the same position they were, and that's that's a beautiful thing. You know, that's a thing too. We see out there they they have a lot of they're 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 very humble mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Like yes. when we ask for prayer for them, they'll sit there and say, well, why don't we pray for, you know, for the others out here? And yes. they very rarely want a lot of prayer for them. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I think it's interesting, too. But I'm always really touched by that, that they want prayer for other people when they're they're so needy themselves. They are. And um, and really, you do get to build friendships over time out there. And um, I hate to see them leave at times, but it's so good to see them when um, they leave because yeah. we know that they're going to get better they're got to change your life they're and on their and, way yeah. and they're off the streets that's yes, the main thing yes and god has a good plan for everyone out there he sure does well we'll go ahead and get into um our topic tonight our topic again is redemption changes everything and i truly believe that and i know that for a fact but anyway i'll start us off i'm going to start off with second corinthians five seventeen, and this is what it says therefore if any man be in christ he is a new creature Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. And uh, it's true. That was true with me. I know what God done for me and what he did. And when I gave up my, my myself and said, God, it's all about you, and you're the one that's going to have to show me and teach me, and I need you in everything I did, and I gave, he gave me redemption, and my whole life is turned 180 degrees the other way. And I love it. And I wrote this down. It, you know, it gives you a clean slate. Yes. You start off new. It gives you a second chance. Yes. And it and it, and it gives you a do over. Yes. And I love that because I was thinking, notice what had happened to me. It gave me a clean slate again. It gave me a second chance in life. God was saying, Hey, I'm not done with you yet and I got a do over. So everything that God has um told me, hey, this is what I was. This is not who it's not who I, what I was is not who I am anymore. So I think that was perfect. And <clears throat> excuse me, I, I looked up redemption and I wanted to see what the Bible was going to talk about. And in the definition of redemption, this is what it said. Redemption is the act of buying something back, paying a price or a ransom to return something to your possession. What the devil took away from me and my time and stole from me. God has made it pay back twice as full. And so I think that was good. And then I wrote down here, redemption. It is the center theme of the entire Bible. It is from the beginning to the end. It was what Jesus Christ came to bring. And he who himself became redemption. And, you know, with redemption, we got with redemption, you got change of ownership. The change of ownership I liked about that was, Ruthie, is that... um, once the devil had a hold of me, he was, you know, using me in the way he wanted. 
when I got the change of ownership, which was redemption in Christ Jesus, that he it, everything became new again. It was a, a different radical change, and that brought me over to Psalms forty nine. Six through nine, and I, I I think that's a great scripture to start off with. Would not start off with, but to, to read here, I'm gonna. And it's about a little bit. I'll read. I'll go ahead and read it. They trust in their wealth and boast of great riches, yet they cannot redeem themselves from death by paying a ransom to God. Redemption does not come so easily, for no one can ever pay enough. And then verse nine: to live forever and never see the grave. That is God telling us right there, hey, I have paid for you. You are good to go. I am given to God, you know, and it says redemption doesn't come. I like that in verse 8. It says redemption does not come so easily for, you know, and it doesn't. What it, what was redemption? Redemption was that Christ had to go on the cross, and that was a hard thing to do. You know, son, you know, God gave his son up to pay our uh, pay for our our sins. He did. And um and that's a costly, you know, costly payment. And then I wrote down here, that. it really is. And I wrote down here, redemption changes everything, not just over time, but for all time. And so, you're good as gold, people. If you give your life over to Christ, you're good to go on redemption. And that brought me over to Psalms 103, verse 12. And I'm going to read that one. And it says, He has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. And that is that right there sums it all up. Any sins that you're carrying, do the redemption of the blood of Christ. He has cleansed us, and he does not remember that. It's gone that far away, folks. And then I wrote there, there is nothing created that redemption doesn't change. So he can change and he will change it. And redemption is what it starts to be about. And Ruthie, I'm going to hold right there and I'm going to pass it over to you. Okay, so that that's the story of the Bible. Redemption is the whole point of the Bible. Yep. And each book of the Bible points to redemption. And it all starts back in the book of Genesis. And uh, Genesis uh, 3.15 says, and I will... And I will cause hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel. So who is he talking about here? Is he talking about Moses or is he talking about Abraham or Isaac? He's talking about Jesus. Yes. The Lord says this to Satan and he's talking about Jesus, that Jesus will um, strike his head and Satan will strike his heel. So that's where the redemption story starts. It starts back in Genesis. And uh, Genesis tells us the story of creation. And um, God made the world, and then he looked, and he said, it is good. Everything God made is good. And then how did we get here? How did it all get broken? Uh, God's first humans, Adam and Eve, they sinned against God. They disobeyed. They ate from the fruit that God told them not to eat from. And everything now is broken. You know, the, the, um, the people are broken. People are full of sin. The mm-hmm. world is broken. The world is groaning under sin. You, you, can, you can really feel that. We, ha- we have wars. Our, our economy is yeah. broken. The weather's broken. God did not create weather that would, would, would kill people. Everything is broken, and that's, that's the, the state we find ourselves in. And so we are, we are sinners. We are broken people in need of a Savior. And, and thank, thank the good Lord that he sent his son Jesus, who died on the cross. He paid the penalty for our sins. He's our Redeemer, and he redeemed us from, 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 from sin and death. 
Absolutely. And we can see it back in Genesis, like you were mm-hmm. saying. And that's where God is so good. He knew when Adam fell and he gave it over to, you know, to, uh, to the devil. God had a plan, a redemption plan started. He says, man, we're good to go. I loved how you brought that up. You have another one there for you? I do. So Colossians 1, 13 and 14 says, for he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his of the son he loves in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So we see here that we are redeemed out of darkness. We are. We sure are. And that brought me over here. And that was, I'm going to, redemption changes lost people to family, mm-hmm. wicked people to holy. Through the transformation of the power of redemption, messed up minds become gifted minds for yes. learning. This is because of what? The spotless and pure life of Jesus Christ. So I just wanted to bring that up. I had that written down. And when you said that, I said, man, that's exactly right in tune with mine. Right. We're we're adopted into God's family. (laughs) Exactly. And and so um, I got one here. It says the the blood. Christ gave his blood across the cross for redemption. And And I wrote this down. The blood is the life. His blood is the existence of his life, and it was spent and poured out to pay the terrible price of our filth, so we would no longer be slaves to sin. And I, I'm going to base this out of Peter, First Peter one, um, chapter one, verse eighteen and nineteen, and it says here. Let me see. Uh, let me go. Okay, here. For you know that God paid him ransom to save you from the empty life you inherit from your ancestors. Talking about Adam and all that. And the ransom he paid was not mere gold or silver. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. So I just wanted to back that up, what I said in the Bible, so that you know it's not from my words, it's from the Bible. Ruthie, go ahead. All right. I also want to share from 1 Peter. I've got 1 Peter 1, 3, 4, and 5. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. So this was written by the Apostle Peter, and he reminds us that even in our darkest moments and even in our hardest struggles, we are never beyond God's redemption. He tells us that through Christ's sacrifice on the cross, we have been given new life, a life that is free from sin and overflowing with joy and blessing. That means whatever you've done in your life, no matter what you've done. No matter how ugly. Ugly, bad, whatever it could be. That you're not, uh, God is there to give you redemption. He's, his hands are out for you, his loving arms saying, come to me and let me help you through your life. And I know that I know where I was at one time and I knew I was at my wits end and I called out to God and God heard and he answered and he, and ever since then, <laughs> hallelujah, it's just been where I know that I have a savior who saved me, but yet he helps me in my everyday walk. Um, Ruthie, do you he have does. Any? He yeah. hears us when we call. He sure does. He really does. And he answers. So I want to share Ephesians 2, 1 and 2. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of the world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. So in this verse, we see that we are redeemed from being dead. Mm-hmm. We, we were dead in our sins. Absolutely. But God redeems us. I love it. I wrote here, the exchange of redemption. 
if redemption declares us we are not um, redemption declares us we are not guilty that means none of the penalties of sin or the lawness are allowed to allowed to chain us or enslave us no shame no guilt or feeling of horrible dishonor is to, is of deserved judgment it belongs to us because redemption comes from Christ Jesus that means anything guys that you you'll have no more shame there's and the Bible says there is no more commendation for those who have Christ Jesus. And that means we're not slave to the to the bondage of sin no more. And so if we're not slaves to sin because of what Jesus has done upon the cross, that gives us uh, frees us up to go out and to do and to help others and to give back to what God has given to us. And that brought me over to Romans 3:24. And I want to read what it says here in that in 24 it says, Yet God, with undeserved kindness, declared that we are righteous. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalties of our sins. We are not held no more for what we have done. For God has given us a second chance. You know, when I read back there in the beginning, I said, you know, you have a, it's a clean slate. Your slate has been clean. You get a second chance, and you get a do-over. God has given you a chance, and all you got to do is just bring it up to Him, give it to Him, and let God start working in your life. If He done to me, He'll do it for you. I guarantee you, Ruthie. You're right, John. God is a God of second chances. He is a good, good God, and I want to share. It goes right in line with that. Isaiah one eighteen. Come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. So God takes our ugliness, our ugly, ugly sins, and he washes us clean. He washes us white as snow. I love it. And I'm going to back you up on that because we say that God can change everything. I'm going to read out Second Corinthians uh, 5. Uh, 517 and this is what it says this means that anyone who belongs to christ has become a new person the old life is gone and the new life begun and that was it and all this is a gift from god this is 18 who brought us back to himself through christ and god has given us this task of reconciling people to him for god and this is going on to 19 for god was in christ re um re um, the world to himself no longer counting people's sins against them and he gave us this wonderful message of redemption so I there it is right there. That's out of um, that's in Second Corinthians. I read a little bit more than I probably should have. <laughs> and so um, you know what we have benefits of redemption, and I'm going to read one of them. I, I I got like four or five of them down here, but I want to give you a benefit, folks, of what redemption does. And I'm going to read this out of Revelations chapter five, verses nine and ten. So here it goes, um, nine. And they sang a new song with these words. They're up in heaven. You are worthy to take the scroll and break its seals and open it. For you were slaughtered and your blood, um, your blood was a ransom for people for God and every tribe, every language and people and nation. And you have caused them to become a kingdom of priests for our God. And they will reign on the earth. Again, God is telling you, look, this is what I'm going to do. This is the blood, what redemption is going to do. And he, you're, going, you're, going to be, you're going to be with the kingdom of God up there. So that's one of the benefits of redemptions. And I got a few more. Ruthie, do you have something? That's right. We have heaven to look forward to. We sure do. So I want to share John 10.10. 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. 
I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So the devil is wanting to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to steal our joy, our happiness, and our souls. But Jesus came that we might have redemption, forgiveness of sins, have life, uh, have full life here on earth, and then life in heaven. Yes, and I wrote down here righteousness. This is from God in Romans five seventeen, and it says, "For the sin of this, uh, from for the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and His gift of righteousness. For all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. So these are the benefits that you are getting from redemption." This is no more holding you back and the devil saying, no, 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 no. You're not worthy. You can't receive that. It's not that easy. Yes, it is that easy. You turn over your life. You give it to God. Let God redeem you. Let the precious blood cleanse you and get a a do-over, get a clean slate, and get a life with God. Ruthie? I want to share Colossians 1, 20 uh, through 22. And through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. And you who were once alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him. So everyone's going to stand before the judgment seat of God. And some of us are going to stand there blameless with the holiness of Christ on us. You know, and that's, I don't want to go, one thing about, there's two seats that you can go to. You can go to the Bema seat or you can go to the judgment seat. If you give your life over to Christ you and let him redeem you, you'll be standing in front of the Bema seats. And the Bema seat's a lot better than going in front of the judgment seat because you know what's going to happen with judgment seat. He's going to show you everything and you had a chance to receive Christ. And I want to, I want to say here, there's freedom from the law's curse. And I want to show you here. I'm going to read that out of Galatians 3.13, because I think this is going to sum a lot of this up. But Christ has rescued us from the curse of pronounced by the law. So he's trying to say is he, he's rescued us from sin. And when he and when he was hung on the cross, he took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoings. For it is written in the scripture, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. So what Christ has done, he has taken your sin upon you, the curse of sin, and he put himself upon that tree or that cross, and he paid for his blood, which was back in the old times that um, you had to get your sins clean. They had to kill uh, uh, in defect birth of um uh, unblemished, unblemished, yeah, unblemished lamb. lamb, and that meant unblemished meant no sin, and that's what Jesus was because he was no sin for um, he had no sin, so he was our redemption. He was the one put upon that uh, that cross there. So, Ruthie, you got another one? It's getting close I, to time. I, I do. Yeah, I want to share a, a couple more verses here. Uh, Mark ten forty five. For even the Son of Man meaning Jesus, came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. In 2 Corinthians 5.21, it says, For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And Romans 10.9 says, Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. 
Amen. And then one more time for forgiveness of sins. I just want to stress this because I know a lot had to go. I knew that it wasn't that easy. And I'm going to show you it is this easy enough. And I'm reading now the word of the Lord. And in um, Ephesians 1, uh, chapter 1, verse 7 says, He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. So I just want to show you it's that easy. And maybe you're out there and you're thinking, man, I need redemption. I need Jesus in my life. This, My life ain't working out the way it should be working. I'm going to tell you it's easy enough to get. And it's easy enough to say, it's easy to say, you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in his heart that God raised him from the dead, that you shall be saved. And he will come to you and give you redemption. And I'm going to ask Ruthie to go ahead and do the sinner's prayer. So maybe you're going, your time and your life ain't going right. Everything's coming down. Maybe bills, maybe family, it could be friends, it could be work, it could be finances, it could be everything and and anything. Let God come into your life. Let God help you through your problems. Ruthie, go ahead and show us how we can get salvation. That's right. We can just uh, call out to God right now and he will save you. He will save you from your sins. And all you have to do is, is pray out loud, or you can pray silently to yourself. He hears you. Dear Lord, I believe that you died on the cross for me. I believe that, that God raised you, Jesus, from the dead. Jesus, I need you to save me. I need your, your gift of salvation. Come into my heart. Change my heart. Change my life. Free me from sin and help me to follow you faithfully all the days of my life. Amen. Gosh, I love it. For you that said that out there, welcome. God has a place for you in heaven. He has a kingdom there, and he has a mansion for you. And now now that your destiny is greater than history, and you are marked with the blood of Christ, you are cleansed. So praise God. Thank you. We want to give a shout out to um, Javier over at Sombreros. Hey, Javier, we appreciate your help uh, feeding the homeless. Anna and Kim over at Goodwill. Hey, thank you, Anna and Kim, for all what you do with the clothes for them. And we want to give uh, um, Jeremy Jeremy over at Skyline. Hey, thank you, Jeremy, for your help. And Stephen uh, Forsythe over at the One Elkhorn Church. Hey, Steve, we appreciate your help. Folks, I hope that this has been a blessing to you tonight. Redemption is what we need. Redemption is what cures us. Hey, folks, you have a wonderful and blessed night. And Ruthie, tell them goodbye. (laughs) Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Cornerstone Radio. Join us again next week at the same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and general contributions are always welcome and will make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting Cornerstone Transition housing.org that's cornerstone transitional housing.org three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.